Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the We Binge podcast. My name is MJ. My name is PK. And in this podcast, we are talking about the TV shows that we binge. But before we get into that, PK, how are y'all doing today? Not too bad. It's the long weekend, so had some time to relax, but I did pick up a shift. As and you know. did not communicate with your co-host about picking up the damn shift. Communication, PK. Communication. Yeah, night shifts are hard, but since like nobody wants to take them, they're always available, I'm finding. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that makes yeah, of course. You know, it's you know, it's it's all at night and people usually sleep at night, it makes sense, but yeah, no, but please do. I mean, because we, what happened was we scheduled to record the podcast last night. And because PK picked up a, a midnight shift, as she should, which is fine, obviously, you know, but because we recorded last night, I set time aside for last night. So by the time it came around and she wasn't there and I was like, oh my gosh, she didn't tell me that she picked up the shift when it happened. So I could have rearranged my evening differently, Um, but it's. Do but I'm but I'm fine with that. But like next time, please just tell me next time. But how's it going otherwise? Yeah. So then I I had to um sleep before I um took that shift. So once I got the call, I was like, okay, I'm gonna like catch up on my sleep so I don't like you know fall asleep during the shift. But um it was okay. It was pretty busy even though it was nighttime. But um I think I'm getting more comfortable with it. Right. And do you want to inform us where where you work in terms of the setting and where in this building you work at? Yeah, so um, I do work at the hospital. So I am um, there's day and night shifts at the hospital since it's um, the emergency department that runs 24, 24 hours. It is difficult, I guess, in terms of uh, working with so many different people. There's a lot of different staff members that are working there. So it is different when you work during the days and nights, but it's still fun. Like a lot of staff members, they're they're really nice, but there is like, you know, different personalities that you have to work with. Yeah. And I was telling, we were talking about it the other night because she now works with doctors and we all know doc whoever worked with doctors it's like same thing if you work in the legal field which i am in working with judges and things like that which i don't work with judges anymore directly anyway and i was telling her that doctors they all have a different type of personality you know what i mean one is super nice super sweet the other is so overworked and so tired that they would rather be in the hospital than take care of the newborn baby. Um, the other one is so rude. The fourth one would be, oh, you know, they tell you one thing, but they're a hypocrite when they tell you another thing. Like the thing that happened with that doctor with him telling you that to notify him about see, um, forward him a very urgent phone call, which you did do. And he was mad about it. Yeah, right. it's, it's insane. Like they think some of them think that you're like mind readers. I don't know. It's crazy. It's it is it is funny. It is crazy, and it, that's the one thing about working in the hospital is is definitely doing different percent personalities. So that's pretty cool. Um, I just came back. I just hanged out with a friend in Toronto. I went ice skating today, which was awesome. 
Um, I never go ice skating. And the fact that I never fell, I, I never end up falling once was just like, I should get an Olympic gold medal for that for a person who doesn't know how to ice skate. I mean, whatever. I just like know a lot of things, guys, like whatever. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, and then I'm, and then I came home. It's, it is a, for us in Canada, it's family day long weekend. And then for you guys in the U S uh, it's, it's, it is a president's day long weekend. And then for those of you who are watching from all over the world, welcome, you know, <laughs> India, Israel or whatever. Um, I don't know if you guys have a long weekend over there. Probably not. Um, sorry, you know. Um, but yeah, it's I plan on really getting my car deep, really, really, really deep cleaned tomorrow. My car is absolutely disgusting, revolting, just atrociously. Just it's just this. My my seats are dirty. They're stained. I need a. I may have to take it to my car, uh, car dealership to see if they can actually clean out my car with um like not not only vacuum my car but actually clean my seats you know what i mean like remove the stain mm-hmm. from my seats and because you know i do mukbangs in the car there was a sauce packet that <laughs> fell on <laughs> fell on my seat so there is a uh i don't know which sauce it was i don't think i feel like it was a chick-fil-a sauce but now it's stained a big portion of my back seat so love that for me Oh my um, gosh! Don't even get me started on car troubles, bro. <laughs> yo, have you have you replaced your battery? No, like um, I told oh my. Oh my god! Okay, so guys, what happened <laughs> was yeah. that I left my um lights on, and when you leave your lights on, then your battery dies, right? So mm-hmm. I left it on. I think it was for at least two hours. I would say. And then it ended up and it ended up dying. And thank God MJ was still there. So then I told MJ to bring her car, and we tried to um, use jumper cables, and it did not work out, unfortunately. But okay, guys, like jumper cables, I thought it would be easier than it was. It ended up being much more complicated because we had to connect one. We had to connect the black color to the positive. I don't even remember anymore. Mm-hmm. But it was so complicated. It didn't end up working out. We ended up calling, what was it, CAA? So <sighs> we went to Walmart to go get jumper cables. I, I think it was a jumper cable. The jumper cables didn't work. The way we hooked it up to her car, to my car, it was there. It it was correct. But I think the jumper cables was just, was not, work, was not, was broken or something so i end up calling my i have membership caa go those of you are canadian you guys know if you guys are american it's aaa uh so which pk has to go and get for herself now now that she's now a new car owner or at least you know a person who now drives so i then you call caa for her and the caa tested her battery I basically told her that is basically trash. Literally, it's going to die once you turn off the car right now. So I told her as soon as you get a chance, definitely go replace the battery on one of your off days because it's there's going to be a chance that it's not going to it's not going to restart. Did you have any problems or issues with your car after that? No. So I told like my dad to check it out, how like the battery might not be might be dead, but he said it was fine so like he took it around the neighborhood I've also been driving it 
uh, to work and back. So mm-hmm. it's been okay for the past week or so. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I'm still like debating whether I need to re- get a replaced. I think I need to get it checked by the mechanic, but so far it's been, it's been okay. No, I still think you should get it replaced because if I was you, I would not want to have to deal with the fact that I have to now replace my battery. Because what if you were going to work? What if you were, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think if I was traveling long distances, then I would be more concerned. But having work so close makes it a little bit, it makes me feel a little bit better. But it's definitely something I need to still get checked out for sure. Yes. So what's your rose and thorn for the week? Would that be your thorn or? Yeah, I think that would be definitely my thorn because um, owning a car is much more complicated than I thought. I totally get that. And then what would be your rose for the week? Probably just watching, well, having like a lot of new shows come out and binging those. No, there are a lot of new shows that are going to come out, definitely from Netflix and definitely from others. I've seen, a, I've been seeing, watching a lot of trailers, which we will talk about. And this episode, we are breaking down um, the show uh, Perfect Match, which honestly, spoiler alert, I actually do like, made even love. But wow. we'll talk about it. I know, I know, I know. But anyways, um, continue with your Rose. Rose. Yeah, I think it would just be watching these new shows that we're going to break down soon. Okay, so my thorn was definitely nail salons. So let's let's talk about this for a second. Okay. Did you end up finding one? What? Did you end up finding one? I did. So I, you know, I go to Buffalo, right? Mm -hmm. I go to Buffalo and I um, shop there for, uh, I shop there for um, makeup, for my TikTok, and I sometimes shop there for groceries and whatever. Can you hear me clearly? Or Yeah, it's good. Okay, perfect. Uh, so I do definitely do shop there. So it's interesting now because it's getting expensive. But anyway, so I was there last night, actually. So I just got my nails done. So you know what? I just saw a place and I was like, you know what? Let me just get my nails done. I could place literally across from Walmart, um, really close in Buffalo in the border. So when I was there, um, I told her what I wanted. And I told her I wanted something natural, very, you know, sleek and dainty. She gave me gaudy nails. The nails are thick. The nails are like, I can't even, they're curved. They look like bird nails. I can't, I don't know what it is about nail salons now that gives me the massive ick. I can't, I don't think I can ever go into a nail salon anymore because I just, you go in, you're happy, you're go lucky you're you're having a good time like the the actual nail service on your hands feels very therapeutic you leave wanting to crawl into a hole and die and cry yourself to sleep for the next two to three nights i don't know what to freaking do now i don't hate my nails but people say if people like it that's cute but they look so the acrylic looks so thick and it looks like a freaking ice i cannot stand it um so i'm just gonna keep it because uh, because i'm always on video I'm always doing this, that, and the third. So it just looks nice on video. But I even the design looks hella weird, bro. It looks so bad. <laughs> I but don't didn't know. you, like, maybe um, show her pictures? Show them pictures. I did. I did. I showed her pictures. I showed really? her a screenshot of exactly what I wanted, which is a square tip with a brown tip. But instead of the brown being the, at the very tip, it's slanted. 
So if you go on my YouTube shorts and watch my one of my recent YouTube shorts, or if you go to my makeup TikTok, you can see you'll, you'll see my hands. In fact, there'll be a makeup TikTok that'll be up today. You'll see my nails. And it just looks so bad. But anyways, that's my I'm just over it. I'm just like, and you spend nearly a hundred dollars on your nails. Nearly a hundred. Well, I, I paid 70, $70. Okay. In fact, it was 60. Still, that's expensive. It's very expensive. It's $60. Canadian. No good service service at all. Um, And so, and yeah, and of course I didn't tip and y'all probably have things about tipping, but I do not tip if I don't get good service. And now these days we're basically, the customers is basically the employer and the government and we have to pay for the, you know, the employee's salary, which I do not agree. Point blank. Mm-hmm. I, I talked about that in my recent TikTok. Um, but that's my thorn. My rose, I guess what's today? Meeting a new friend and hanging out and connecting, which is really important to me. And um, really connecting with, people who are like-minded and finding a, another black woman to connect with is really, really important to me, especially these days. I am prioritizing friendships and romantic relationships. So for me, meeting a new friend, I had a blast. Like we got to learn each other and I, was, I wasn't so overly weird because usually I'm so weird when it comes to <laughs> I honestly act weird. When I meet a new person, no matter who it is, I will look you up and down like she used to look so pretty. So I kept looking at her lips and I'm like, oh my gosh, she has pretty lips and she's so pretty. But I feel like she might think that I may like her or something, you know, like romantically, like the opposite sex. So I'm like, I saw looking at her lips, but she's so pretty. Look at her skin. So in my mind, I was thinking that, but I'm like, Marilyn, I'm fucking normal. Um, <laughs> so other than that, other than that, it was good. Um, but yeah, that's my Rose and Thorn. Moving on to our next segment. We are good this week. I didn't really have any. Um, actually, I did. So I went to this shawarma place. Um, I got like a box of rice and chicken, and mm-hmm. it was really, really good. They put a lot of sauce in it. So they put the uh, tzatziki sauce as well as the garlic sauce, and I asked for hummus as well. Mm-hmm. And it was so, so good. Definitely recommend. It's called Berlin Donor. Berlin Donor. So that is a Suvalaki place? A shawarma place. Shawarma place. Shawarma place. Do they put the fries inside? You can ask for fries, but I don't. I usually don't get it. I feel like I like the rice and um, chicken more. So I want to get more of that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can get like half fries and half rice. Mm, I oh God, I like the shawarma's where they put the, the the fries inside, but it's it's actually an extra carbs you really don't need. But yeah, I haven't I've, I haven't had a good shawarma in such a long time. Yeah, um, this was so good. Mm, so mine is a cracker that I'm never ever gonna buy into this house because into my house because I am highly addicted to it. It is this salty square shaped very cheesy like the the aftertaste is like so addictive is to cheese it now let me tell you i don't even remember the last time i've had a cheese it probably in grade school but once i started to eat that damn thing once i started to put that delicious cheese it in my mouth i am telling you it was heaven 
I pick one, I pick 10, I eat the entire box. I don't know what it is about that cheese it that makes me go horny. I don't know what it is, okay? <laughs> don't know what it is, but I'm not buying nothing into this house again. That That is literally, it's so good. I mean, so yeah, the cheese, it was a cheese it for me. Um, <laughs> let me tell you this, that stuff is, oh God, oh my God. Um, I never knew cheese crackers were that good. Yo, those cheese crackers, those cheese crackers, cheese crackers, those cheese crackers, <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't even care. If you want MJ to eat a snack, just put a bowl of cheeses and she'll be happy. She's going to be happy for at least for the next hour. I'm telling you, like, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's really good. I don't know. It's the saltiness with the, the crunchy crackliness. And the cheesy and the aftertaste for me, oh god, it's so good. For me, I think it's like nachos with cheese on it. It's addicting. <sighs> yeah, I've had a good nachos. Well, actually, no, I I think a couple few weeks ago I had a good nachos, but yeah, good nacho plate, mm, delicious. It's so easy to make at home too. Like I don't usually order it when I go out because like it's so easy just to make it at home. Mm, it is, yeah. The especially the multi grain. Those multi-grain round tortilla chips are my favorite tortilla chips ever. Yeah, dip, they're so good. Oh, my God. You dip that in a warm cheese bowl. You dipped it in a very spicy, you know, chunky salsa. You dip it in guac. You, you just have all the sauces, okay? It exactly. Is, but oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's – maybe I'll have that tomorrow for dinner. But honestly, I'm trying to honestly slim down because uh, – Summer really coming up. <laughs> Summer's coming up. Diet culture. People are really, really threatened by people's discussions on diet culture. Not threatened, but it, they feel like they it might be harming them or whatever. But let me tell you now. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. I'm talking about diet now. Look, I'm going to go into dieting again. because A lot of people do intermittent fasting. I technically do that because I only eat breakfast and dinner. I don't eat lunch. Mm -hmm. Not because I don't want to. It's because I'm not hungry. So I'm not going to force myself to eat when I don't want to. So I, I, I eat intuitively, which is I eat when my body says I'm hungry. So that mm -hmm. is more lunch, I'm saying morning and dinner. So um, I'm going to try to slim down on my crackers, slim down on anything has high in fat and just do low carb, high protein, lots of veggie type of life in the next couple of weeks, slim down because I've been eating everything underneath the sun. Yeah, honestly, same here. I also need to start going to the gym more consistently to get that summer body going. Same. For me, it's cardio. I train, train two to three times a week. For me, it's cardio. Mm -hmm. I need to go back and walk and do medium intensity training. But um, with cardio, again, I need to start doing that. It's, it's, I'm just getting lazy just staying in the house. But honestly, it feels so good. It feels so good to stay in the house. I'm not going to lie to you. It honestly does. Like, even on my day off, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym. But I just end up, like, chilling in my pajamas. <laughs> I ain't going to hold you. My, like, my homebody, my homebody era right now is in high gear. Like, I don't want to stay, go anywhere, stay home, clean. Like, is that just me or, it's, I don't know. No, I mean, it makes sense because especially especially for you, you do 12-hour shifts four or five times a week. What are you going to do? Are you going to exert yourself on your day off? No, you're going to relax. You know, yeah. you're, you're working 12-hour shifts. You're going to relax, I'm sure. You probably have three or four breaks here and there. 
but still you're going to relax. You're going to lay down. You're going to, you know, sleep in, you're going to do all the things and just do the things that fulfills you, fulfills your soul and makes you relaxed and still. And, you know, you're not going to do something crazy on your day off. Like it makes sense. You stay home. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So that makes absolutely perfect sense. On to our next segment, uh, which is not really a segment, but I do want to talk about quickly about the trailers. I don't know if PK, you have any you know new shows or movies that you that are anticipated uh, that you are looking forward to uh, watching um, in the next month or so, in the next few weeks. Um, I think just this week, season or well, not season two, but the new episodes of Perfect Match are going to come out. So I'm excited about that. But we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, the a couple of trailers that I saw on YouTube um, that uh, from movies and TV shows that I'm really, really excited about. Number one is Luther. Um, Luther's coming out with a new movie. And I think I forgot the entire name of this second or third Luther movie. I'm sure you guys have known Luther. It's a Netflix TV show based with Idris Alba, and he doesn't know yet, but he, I'm going to marry him. Like, he doesn't know yet, but, like, he's going to my wedding. Um, but anyways, Idris Alba is starred in this show, and I love this show so much because, we'll talk about it once we watch the movie, but it's one of those shows, it shows a dark-skinned Black man. You don't see a lot of dark-skinned Black men in TV anymore. It's usually biracial or ambiguously racial. Mm-hmm. Racial, you know what I mean? You don't see a dark-skinned, normal, non-stereotypical Black man in a role that is extremely smart in his career and has a flourishing career, but is still normal, but not, not awkwardly so. So... You know, he's flawed in his romantic life. Like everybody, his romance life is super normal, you know. Um, But, you know, as we know, he did have an affair or two or three with the white uh, ginger-haired lady or the red-haired lady. I always forget her name. And, but she ends up being a killer. And, oh, I don't want to talk about that. But I, I would say, you know, his normal life is still quite normal, but still flawed. And anybody who's really connected to their job will still end up in the way Luther did. But he is an extremely complex, layered Black man. And when the TV show first came out, I was actually quite excited about it. And I loved it. This, the, the storytelling is incredible. The character development is there. And the acting is very well done. And you have been well-seasoned actors in the Luther. Uh, so they came out with a movie. So I think they already came out with a movie a, a few years back. And they're coming out with another one. I don't know why they're continuing this franchise of Luther. I mean, it, it does have a super cult following. And it just, oh, but it just, oh, but he can do anything no wrong. He can do it no wrong. I mean, I love you, baby. Um, he can do no wrong. But it's weird to me how they're coming up with this new franchise and they want to do this movie uh, even though they already did a movie, they want to do another one. I don't know why. Um, it's definitely something that I definitely want to ask my future husband eventually. <gasps> but yeah, I mean, have you seen, have you watched the original TV show, Luther? No, I haven't seen the original one. Um, I did watch the trailer and it's interesting. It's like very like action. Kind of reminds me of, like, it, wasn't he in um, 
he was in jail and he tried to get out of jail. Is that the one? No, I right now he's in jail. His storyline is right now he's in jail, but he was never in jail. He so Luther played by Idris Elba. He's a extremely well seasoned, established, very smart detective. So he would find serial serial killers, um, psychopaths. Uh, um, all these type of murderers and he's very good at finding them. He can go into their mind and figure out who's going to be murdered next and what's the puzzle and how to solve the puzzle, things like that. So he's a detective. Um, at the end of, I guess, the first movie, he ended up being in jail. I never watched the first movie, but the second movie looks really intriguing. I don't know if I want to watch the first. But yeah, so that's so that's what that is about. I highly, highly recommend the TV show Luther, which I think should be on Netflix. It's very bingeable. Uh, it's definitely binge worthy, I guess. I, I apologize. It's very much binge worthy. Mm. I think I'm getting it confused with another show, uh, Lupin. Have no, you it's Lupin? not. Uh, no. What is Lupin? Lupin, uh, season three is coming out, but Lupin's about. Oh, you uh, mean the French? Oh, you mean the yeah, French? Yeah, the French one. Yeah. yeah, that was very good. Yeah, that was so good. And then, uh, season three season is coming two. out soon. Yes, I need to watch season two. Season one, I actually very much loved. Season one was so good. Season two was really good too. I need to watch season two. Yeah, Omar Sy, um, mm-hmm. Asan Diop, um, a very another black man who's extremely smart. But the difference between him and I would say Luther is that he goes through, you know, the non traditional routes of fame, I guess, which is to rob. And he mm-hmm. robbed, and I don't know what happens in season two, but he's a very good actor in this in this in this TV show, and I, and I believe he won an award for his role in in um, in Lupin. Um, and he was in The Untouchables. Uh, he's he he's in The Takedown. So he's a very seasoned actor. Well, he's, he's about he's he's kind of like one of the it black black males right now in in Hollywood, um, dark black skin male, and um, he's French, so we love that for him. Another show that I'm highly, highly can't wait. And here's the thing. If this if the second season of this show came out after the first season, I think it would have been a massive success. But the thing is, it's been many years. So in the pandemic, this show called Shadow and Bone, when it first dropped the first season, adored. Mm-hmm. extremely binge worthy i watch from beginning to end the storytelling is immaculate i mean it's 89 percent of rotten tomatoes people say like rotten, we shouldn't depend much on rotten tomatoes but i like depending on rotten tomatoes but you know that's just us i mean that's just me anyway the uh, i would say the chemistry be- the sparks between general Kringen, Kurgan, and Alina Starkov. Alina played by Jesse May Lee, and then General Kurgan's played by Ben Barnes is incredible. Their sparks in the show is really good, but he ends up being the bad guy, General Kurgan, and Kaz Brecker, which I never thought they would end up together, end up falling together in the first um, season. So. I really wish this season, this this the season two really dropped at the end of season one. But because it didn't, now I have to now figure out where we were left off in season one 
And because I don't know, it was really when it dropped it, but in the pandemic, everybody and everybody was talking about it. But now it's been two years, almost two years. And I don't know if it's going to be as popular as the first anymore. Yeah, it was definitely a really popular series. But since you mentioned it, I was just like, wait, that sounds so familiar. And then I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, I remember it. But I don't remember the full storyline. Yeah, no. Because it was like two years ago. Yes, I don't either. I don't either. I mean, I remember that the main girl and his, her best friend end up being together and they end up leaving the ship and going into the woods or going into the wilderness, either chasing somebody or hiding away from General Kurrigan. And I think she's looking for her family. I don't know. But the thing is, I. I think me and you, you and I, do not have the time to go back and rewatch the season. Mm-hmm. So Netflix does d- does do a really good job of doing a quick recap yeah, of the first season. So I'm just going to honestly just watch that because I don't need to rewatch the first season. I, I'm pretty sure know where we left off. But hopefully it's good. You know what I mean? I don't know when they started to film this second season. Maybe they filmed it in the pandemic and now they're just releasing it now. Mm-hmm. I don't But I really wish they really released it as soon as after because it was one of those tv shows that i don't really like sci-fi tv shows but this one was immaculate it was very good the storytelling was very good you know there was you got a bit of everything right you got action you got sci-fi you got drama you got romance it's one of those tv shows really good for everything so i really i really i'm 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 looking forward to that and there's other show social moves i'm also looking forward to um that's dropping out that's dropping this week so we'll talk about in the next episode i guess but yes, there's a lot of movies and TV shows, not only from Netflix, I would say from Apple and Paramore and Disney Plus that we need to we need to catch up on, honestly. Honestly. And that's why me and PK were talking about it. We both are we're literally two different people. Um, um let me tell you the shows and movies that I'm usually into. I'm into long form drama, um, comedy sometimes and scary thrillers i'm into that's pretty much it oh rom- rom-coms romance you pk i think i'm more into reality tv um drama i also like action and adventure oh yes action and adventure yes that's me to a t not thriller that much and yeah not exactly. horror <laughs> Exactly. So I think PK is more of the reality TV, uh, dating type of TV shows. uh, And she likes comedy while I'm literally everything else. And (laughs) literally. So and that's why we can't watch the same shows, which is good, which gives you guys a bit of everything. Because there's so much ground to cover when it comes to TVs and movies and we want to be able to talk about a little bit a little bit of everything. There's literally so many shows coming out next week. It's crazy. So many. Okay, do you do you have a list of shows that you're looking to watch or movies that you were looking to watch? There's new episodes for The Perfect Match coming out, which I'm excited to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Next in Fashion. Have you seen that? No. Season two is coming out for that. So season two is coming out for Next in Fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, season one was really, really good. Um, I don't know if you're into, like, um, I guess, 
fashion designers and just like looking at their creativity absolutely and it's so cool them, but i would not watch a tv show about them really okay it's like a competition almost sorry it's like a competition where there's these fashion designers they come and compete and they have these challenges and briefs that they have to complete but also try to compete with each other and try Mm. to impress the judges Ooh, sounds interesting yeah so it's really interesting they come up with like really creative ideas you get to see how um how they respond to the brief and it's just really it's really cool to see how they are able to create or have these visions and come make these visions come to life you know Ooh, i mean that reminds me of um rupaul's drag race if i was going to watch something like that it'd be rupaul's drag race where they kind of create their own costumes and things like that and create a basically perform a show and yeah yeah so that's pretty i mean i love that for you i love that yeah, um, and- I think that's it for, there's probably more, I'm just blanking out right now. <laughs> no, I mean, that, that's really good. I've been watching a lot of interviews between um, these two people, uh, this girl from Community, I forgot her name, um, but it is Allison Brie from Community and Dave Franco. They created a movie on Amazon video, which my guy from Insecure is in. I am so excited to watch that. I most likely will watch it tonight. And apparently it's a horror film or a thriller or whatever. And Alison Brie is pretty much naked throughout it. And Alison Brie and Dave Franco, they're both married, which I'm actually surprised. They make the cutest couple. And they talk about, you know, his ability to direct Alison and her nudity in the movie and everything. And yeah, I forgot the name of the movie, but I think it's somebody I used to know, which I think it's pretty, it's pretty freaking cool if you don't ask me. Um, let me just, let me just quickly just pull it up for you guys. But yeah, I mean, it looks, and both of them look really, really young, but the movie, uh, the, the movie just dropped, but the, they both look like they're 25 or 30 but they're 37 and I think he's 40 or no, she's 40. He's 37 and she does not look like it. Girl looks like she's 30. I mean, damn. I mean, good for her. Honestly, I, I really, I really, 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 she has amazing jeans. So yeah, I was right. So somebody I used to know just dropped on Amazon video. So I'm really excited. I actually will watch that tonight. And it's with my guy, Jay Allen. Honestly, if you were to see me marry a man who looked like Jay Ellis from Insecure, I love him so much. So Jay Ellis, Allison Brie is in this. Uh, Kersey Clemons is in this. Uh, Haley Joel Osmond and so forth. So anyways, there's that. There's also another scary thriller TV show popping up this week on Netflix that I'm really, really excited about. And... If you guys are wondering what in the world I am talking about. Hello, PK. Hi. Hi. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Technical difficulties, guys. But the movie that I was talking about is somebody I used to know on Amazon Prime, Jay Ellis, our amazing, also another future husband of mine. 
And uh, yeah, he's in this movie with Allison Brie uh, and Nilan from Community, the TV show. And there's also Kiersey Clemens that's also in this movie. So yeah, I'm watching this tonight, so I'm really excited. And other movies that are on Netflix, Jennifer Coolidge person right now, and you're, uh, We Have Ghosts is a movie with Jennifer Coolidge that's dropping this week. And of course, somebody I used to know has already dropped. So yeah, so there you go. Our reality recap will be happening next week from PK and then some horror, scary TV shows and films, which is up my alley. That's going to be happening next week as well. But for now, let's get into the main event of this podcast, which is The Perfect Match. And PK, do you want to, you know, start off and telling us what this show is about? Yeah, so the show is basically about all of the celebrities, I guess, from different reality shows coming together. So there's um, contestants from Too Hot to Handle, um, The Circle, Love is Blind. So all those uh, different reality TV shows, they're coming together and they're trying to find their perfect match and they're trying to have like the, the romance and the find the basically the best person for themselves so it's like a lot of drama that happens in the show um but what makes inter- it, but, but what makes this dating show different from the rest um the rest have a different concept so all of the shows are different in terms of like too hot to handle means that there's no um physicality to it so there's only just focusing on the emotional connection and then love is blind is also focusing on the emotional connection but you have more of a I feel like it's more serious that they are ready for taking to the next step so like marriage so it's a little bit more serious love is blind and then the circle is more of not really a dating show but um, more of like finding friends and trying to um it's a competition where you have to make the most connections and try to connect with different types of people and based on those connections they rate you highly and if you are rated the most popular person you get to stay in the circle so it's a it's a competition where you have to be able to build those strong connections but it doesn't have to be romantic per se but how about the perfect match though it to me, I don't think it's based on emotional connection. I think it's based on trying to just stay in the game. Yeah, I think perfect match. There is the competition part of it too, but I think it's also trying to build those connections. But there are some players that are focusing more on playing the game rather than building that connection. And we're definitely going to be talking about it. But for me, I think with all these TV shows, especially these dating TV shows on Netflix and these days, it's, 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 I, I think it's mostly about building clout and mm-hmm. or finding your true love, right? Which is what everybody's looking for. Well, well that's what they claim that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. So yeah, I is- feel like there's like really like mixed up intentions, you know? They like try to come in looking for these connections, but they're also trying to build their own. I guess, following and, like, influencing and stuff. Absolutely. And this one's a bit different in the sense that all of them have a following already because they built their 
quote unquote clout. They built their following from their very first dating show that they were on on Netflix. So they already have some clout. They could, of course, be building more through this TV show. But you already have something here. So you're here really to fall in love. But honestly, in my opinion, I really don't think any of them can be matched with one another, to be quite honest. But we still have more episodes to go. So we're going to go down through each and every character and we're gonna break down the cast for y'all okay because the cast is a very well strategic we're very well planned out cast and i think they did a really good job in picking out the characters for our entertainment but did they, but did they do a good job of picking out the ones who be match would be matching between each other i don't know um so let's start with Francesca, Francesca Farrago, a fellow canadian herself she's from Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. She's actually 30 years years old. PK, what's your opinion? I feel like Francesca, I don't know if she came into the show looking for love. I don't know. Her personality is different. You know, it's, I feel like she, she has a really big ego, first of all. <laughs> and Absolutely. she doesn't try to make genuine connections. Even with Dom, I feel like they have, like, it's not a genuine connection. So this is my thing with, this is my thing with um, Francesca. Francesca is pretty. Yes, we get it. And I do think that you do need a level of bronze, a level level of brains to build the platform that she has built uh, the past few years. But the thing is, she, in the TV show... She is mad that Dom is over her instantly, but she's angry at how Harry was all over her in Too Hot to Handle. So she wants a guy who's obsessed, but at the same time, she 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 wants a guy who's not too all over her. So, girl, make up your damn mind. Okay? I don't really understand it. I don't get it. Okay? You have... Dom, who is also another Canadian, very sweet, lovable guy who wants you. Now, we don't know the last episode, the last, which is the fourth episode, didn't look like he, I don't think she actually liked him. I think she was, mm-hmm. I think she liked him initially, but I think after a few dates with him, she realized who Dom is. And I don't think there is compatibility nor chemistry. I don't think there's anything there. And yeah, I don't they, think they vibe well with each other. No. And I feel like it's very, like, forced, you know? Yes. By yeah. Francesca. Absolutely. And Francesca just leads with her body. We get it. Like, I guess it's your body's pretty. And, like, I don't really, like, I think she's an average woman. Like, I'm going to be quiet. I, I, hopefully you guys do not take this the wrong way. But... A person who just says, oh, my God, I'm pretty. And I like, I guys love me. I do not. I think of you of the opposite. I don't think you are a beautiful person inside and out. You may have big boobs and a tiny waist. Wow. Most, some guys to most guys like that. Wow. What makes you likable? What makes you a good person to date, to hang around with, to bring to back to the parents? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she has the looks, but like her personality is not there, you know? I feel like it's unattractive when somebody has like a really big e- We all know that she's obviously very attractive, but 
she brings that to everything. Like she uses that almost as like her her shield, I guess, you know. And and she's a smart girl. Like she knows more than 10, 10 countries, apparently. She's a very good cook. If you follow her on Instagram, she cooks all these vegan non-meat meals all the time. I believe she's a vegan um, or vegetarian meals, I forget. So she's a smart lady. She she built her platform. She's using her sex appeal, but she leads with her, her body. And and I'm like, I, I do feel as if she should let down those walls and get to know guys and have those guys get to know her intellectually, emotionally. And instead of just having somebody touch you all the time. Like she's very for me she's confusing and I don't think she's here for love. I think she's here for clout. And I don't think anybody on this cast is, is gonna match with her, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think so either. Especially after what happened in the last episode. Oh my god. Like what what a shit show, bro. And Dom is an why is Dom crying? You little grown ass <laughs> man. Dom Hello, Dom. Why are you crying? Are you okay? Are you? Okay. I think Dom should have paired up with that Asian girl who left in the first episode or second episode. I think they would have been perfect for each other. You know who I'm talking about? What's her name? Savannah. Savannah. They should have paired up because I think they like, because he, even Dom said, yeah, if you came to talk to me, I would have paired up with you. I think she. Savannah seems to me a genuine person mm-hmm. and if, honestly I'll let you guys know the person that I'm if I was going to be any person any girl on the show I'll let you guys know at the very end but Savannah should have paired up with Dom what Francesca did to Dom was ruthless but you can tell she's just throwing him away or using him yeah which is crazy because like she's um getting so mad at savannah like she goes off on savannah saying like oh like how savannah's making passes at dawn and she did the same thing and then she throws him away the next episode for damien who obviously just wants you for your body and maybe he could be maybe maybe he's changed maybe he changed a couple years later maybe maybe but it was obviously obviously because i think she told dom oh me and damien didn't do anything together that's a bold ass lie stop Stop. yeah like you gotta be kidding me no there's no way they did something it was definitely friends with benefits there's no way you guys you tell me you guys are just friends stop you've got she doesn't seem like the person that can i don't know I don't, I don't, I, she doesn't seem like a person who would just have male friends. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. she does. And obviously they're in Vancouver and British Columbia. They're not, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's, that's Francesca for you. I mean, she's here to really bring people to come and watch the TV show. I don't think she's here for love. She's here as a, as a bait. Dom, Dom Gabriel guys from Toronto, Canada are, you know, our hometown. He was originally from The Mole, another dating show. Uh, and he was as a heavy machine operator. And yeah, he was the winner of season six, I guess. And so he's the one who paired up with Francesca throughout the four episodes. And I realized it's literally only been a couple of weeks at this island for them. Have you been watching the things that pop up on the screen? At the, at the end of each episode or at the end of each night, it's literally only been 
a week or two weeks. Yeah, that's true. So I'm like, you're coupling up with the person and you're acting like you guys are a married couple. It's only been two weeks, bro. But I feel like Francesca is putting those ideas in Dom. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's like, oh, like, how we're, like, together, how we're in a relationship, which is crazy because, like, Savannah's like, how how are you in a relationship? Makes no sense. And it doesn't it make any sense. makes no sense. Like, you are on a dating show to, number one, yes, find your true love, which I truly think it's going to be impossible. Number two, at least for 99% of them, we'll talk about the third person here, which I think they've already found the people, but whatever. Um, number two is to stay in the show, to stay in the game. You have to be a bit strategic here. And I do think Dom did really like Savannah and didn't want to talk to her. But Francesca's like, no, you can go talk to her. Like Dom, for Dom crying, yo, that's a, for me, that's a red flag. You've only known me for two weeks and you're crying after me. That's a red flag, bro. No. Yeah, that's crazy. No, that's no, that's crazy. No, that, that's a red flag. That means that he must have been obsessed with her before maybe exactly that's no no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's that's a that's a massive red flag you no mm-hmm. that's weird i can't i was i felt sad for dog shocked yeah i was sad but i was like shocked too you have to remind yourself it's only been two weeks this is a dating show slash game get your head in the game jesus christ um, I mean, do you have any more thoughts? Talk about Dom and Francesca. No, I just feel bad for Dom. <laughs> I feel bad, but not really. Like, it's a bit of a red flag to me. I don't know why you're crying for a grown ass man. You're crying for what? It's been two weeks, bro. It hasn't even been a year. Anyways, uh, Joey Sasso. Joey Sasso, 29-year-old man from Rochester, New York. And uh, he was originally in the circle, um, just how PK described it for y'all in the beginning there. And uh, he, it looks like he... He actually won. won. He won uh, season one, I believe. He did win season one. And what do you think of Joey Sasso? Uh, this guy's a player. Hmm. Period. <laughs> yeah. For me, I mean, I think Joey's already coupled up, but I think he's going to be coupled up for the entire season, in my opinion. I do think that Joey and this girl that he's with, which we'll talk about in a minute, I think it's going to, I think it might last for them. But the fact that they're going on and off and on and off, it looks like they really do like each other, but there is commitment issues. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why Joey doesn't want to commit to her. You have someone who fully loves you everything that you are and you guys have met before coming onto the show and Joey doesn't want to come in. And I don't know why. So it looks like their kisses were 10 out of 10. They both loved each other. But what was a red flag for me was the fact that he's still not over his four year relationship. Yeah, that was crazy. And it makes sense for Carousel to freak out because yeah, that's a huge red flag. Carousel is the girl that he's partnered up with. Yeah. You're you're sleeping with Carousel in the same bed for days. And you still hang up with a, a girl you broke up four years ago? Why are you on the show, bro? Yeah. Why are you on the show? For clout. 
your manager or your PR told you to pee on here? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you confidently release that information. I don't know. I don't, again, another, but I do think they do both love each other. You can tell like they, I feel like they're going to get married soon in my opinion. I do think that they have like feelings for each other, but I don't know if they're like fully committed to each other, like a hundred percent. I don't think so. That's the thing. I think Joey's committed to her, but I feel like if Joey did something wrong, Carousel would just flip flop and just do something else and be like, you know what? I'm going to couple up with somebody. It's another guy. I'm, I'm done with you. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to stay together. They might stay together for the show, but mm-hmm. I don't know about after the show, you know? Yeah, I mean, like Car- when like real life, when they're put into real life situations. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe after the show, they might be but because they're forced to be together out of the options that were presented with them. I think they're going to stay together. Uh, Carousel is a 27 year old East Hanover, also from, oh, no, not from New York, but from New Jersey. And she was originally a contestant on Sexy Beast, a TV oh, show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where people dressed up as animals. animals. <laughs> Guys. What the holy fuck. Now, you're probably like, I'm not, you're, no, I'm not joking, maybe. People dressed up as animals. So you don't get their face or their body looks like. You don't get to judge them based on what they look like exteriorly. So instead, the wise person who created the show let's let's how we just up as animals one lion one panda one one freaking cat and then let's see if they like each other and then if they like it like it's really weird that show and i would never watch that show because if you fall if you have feelings with somebody you don't know who that what that person looks like you're basically falling you're falling you're falling for a cat but like the thing is like with this show like all of the people that came on the show were good looking on on this show or from the B show? On the B show. Really? Wow. I would say like 80% of them were pretty good looking. So it's like, I think they chose their people right. Wow. So the people who ended up on that show, they did, they, they, cho- they chose each other based on basically the, in, in the emotional connection that they made. Yeah, and I feel like the physical connection would be not far off because the cast of the show was good. They were like good-looking people. Oh, and you're basically saying good-looking people usually stay together between good-looking people. I'm saying like the show, like it has a purpose in terms of seeing if you're able to make the emotional connection without worrying about the physical features. But once they were able to really uh, reveal their their selves from like like take off the costume, mm. most of them were like not unhappy. They were still it's still like the um, the person was still attractive. Some some of them they weren't their type and stuff, which makes sense. But I don't think they found like they found pretty attractive people for the cast, anyways. Wow. Oh. Oh. Anyways, y'all, if y'all gonna want to go watch that, you can. But um. Yeah. I was bored and I watched it. It was pretty good, actually. It was pretty good. Okay, there you go. See, that's that's why you always gotta get you know a synopsis from reality TV from PK. I would not be watching those type of shows. Hey guys, <laughs> um, yeah. 
so Carousel and Joey, that's Carousel and Joey. I do feel like they're going to be coupled up for the rest of the season, to be quite honest. I don't think anybody will come into the show that would stray Joey aside uh, or make Joey act weird or whatever. And, and Carousel would be like, no, I don't want to be, you know, not partnering up with you again. So I think they're going to be coupled up for the remainder of the season because there's no one else better there. So that's Carousel. The next person is Shane Johnson. Jansen. Uh, Shane or Sean. I think it's Shane. Shane Jansen mm-hmm. is a year-old from Chicago, Illinois. He was originally a contestant on Love is Blind season two. And he dated and got engaged to Natalie Lee, a 30-year-old also from Chicago, Illinois. In fact, he was head over heels for her. And it happened, I think, four months before airing. Because I think he says it a lot in the show. Four months or eight months. I, I forgot. I forget. Shane listed his job on Love is Blind season two as realtor. Natalie broke up with Shane as their wedding, um, at their wedding was blind so he still hung up on her uh and yeah and now he's a cast member in this show um and he was also a cast member in love is blind after the altar so i think shane as not much to say about shane it does look like i don't know he wasn't really there was no connection there was probably maybe compatible i don't know i don't think shane and nez were as good for each other to be quite honest Inez needs somebody who is different from her. And we'll talk about Inez for a minute, but I have nothing to say about Shane. I think Shane's woman is still coming. I don't think Shane's woman is there for him currently. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he found like a really good connection in Mm. there right now, but we'll see for the upcoming episodes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But it looks like the teaser is kind of showing that he's pretty mad with the with one of the girls and so I'm, I'm interested to see what happens there so Inez Tazzy she is French uh, I, well she says she's French but she's actually from London England she's 26 or 26 years old and she was originally a contestant on The Circle France so season one where she played as herself and was eliminated in episode nine I think Inez is a person who needs someone who matches her vibe and matches who she are personality wise and can give something to her as a person and into her life. I don't think that person is currently there. And I do think that Inez trying to diminish herself for all these guys that are just to stay in is beneath her. But if she did do that, I don't blame her, you know? Yeah, I think, like, she did have a bit of a connection with Nick. But then Nick was kind of exploring different connections. And I don't think he was, like, really dedicated to Inez. I think he was interested in Inez before um, Izzy came into um, the game. Mm -hmm. But once Izzy came into the game, he was kind of, like, between the two. Mm -hmm. And Nick, he, um, okay, here's the thing. Nick on Len Hoff on Len Hoff is a 29 year old from Louisville, Kentucky. He was originally a contestant on their circle as well. Season three though. And he was eliminated in the fifth, um, in fifth place in the final. Nick played as himself and, uh, as a ghost hunter named Vince in the circle. So 
in the very first episode, Nick was rubbing me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about you, the way he was, the way he was with Francesca and the way he was with the girl on the first night was actually so creepy. And I think because he was nervous and he saw all these hot women, but I'm happy he coupled up with Savannah because the way he was acting was giving me creepy uncle vibes. It was so disgusting. Yeah, it was definitely very creepy and very awkward. But I think they just matched up together just for the game. Yeah, I do think so too. And Nick did have feelings for Francesca and he probably still does. There's something there. And as time went by, I Nick definitely did grow on me. And Nick does seem like a quote-unquote okay guy, okay? Will I ever personally date him? Absolutely not. <laughs> and with um, Shane, actually Shane reminds me of a frat boy. <laughs> reminds me of a frat boy in the first episode, but he kind of reminds me of a geeky guy who acts like a frat boy. Anyways, Nick um, coupled up with Savannah, which we'll talk about in a minute, and um, it didn't work out for him, but now... I mean, there was no chemistry with Inez, but Inez is right. You should take Inez, like, talk to Inez, figure it out if there's chemistry with it, figure out if there's compatibility. Instead, he just threw her away less than less than three or four hours. Yeah, I think he definitely should have explored that more, but I think he mm-hmm. was so, so focused on Francesca and trying mm-hmm. to get with her. Mm-hmm. Where he's, like, kind of missing the point that, like, he has to be exploring, you know, every connection. Mm-hmm. No, apparently to Francesca. Francesca, like, you need to be coupled and married. But that girl, that girl went to go and kick Dom to the curb and it, it did the exact same thing that she accused Savannah of on the first, fourth episode. She's an entire hypocrite. I don't know. She's such a hypocrite. Like, I was shocked. I was like, you really yelled at Savannah and then you did the same thing. Well, that's good TV. That's It makes for good TV for us. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, like, literally. So, the, the one person I actually do, I actually do really, really feel bad for, okay? The actually person I do feel bad for is Anne. Anne Sophie Brown? <laughs> I think her name is. Am I getting this right? And Sophie. And uh-huh. Sophie. Yeah. Okay. See, Petit for is a 28 year old from Tampa, Florida. She is, uh, she was originally a cast member of Selling Tampa, which when I first saw her, I was like, girl, you look so familiar. She was from Selling Tampa. Uh, she is a realtor. And Anne Marie was a Selling Tampa season one, though. I think there's season two coming out. I'm not really sure. With Colony Reeves, a 31-year-old from Tampa, who was also a contestant um, on The Perfect Match Season 1. Oh, I didn't even know. There's another person from Selling Tampa coming on. I oh. was really, Yeah, that's interesting. I can't wait. So I was really... I don't know. I'm really... I feel bad for her because I there were really no matches for her. However... I do think she and Jay would have met an okay match. At least rolled the wave a bit. But she just threw Jay. Like, Jay is so sweet, though. I actually do like Jay. Jay reminds me of my brother. Like, people don't want to get it that there are men who are super traditional. They're really annoying. Will I ever be with them? Absolutely not. 
But Jay is like just different, but sweet. But I really wish she didn't throw away Jay away. Maybe that could have been something, at least for a few episodes until another one, another one pops in. Yeah, I really felt bad for her, but I think she did have a lot of options. Like she had Jay, she had um, what's the other guy, Calvin and Chase. And I don't really agree with the decision she made with going with Chase. I think she like tried to explain it on her TikTok, but I was just like, I don't know if that really makes sense, but. I guess she wasn't really vibing with Zay and Kelvin, but I don't know how she was really vibing with Chase. I don't know. I felt like all of her connections were like at the same level for all three guys. Look, Kelvin, he wasn't even an option. Chase is literally a cloud tracer. Like that one is just, is he's just riding the wave. I don't know what the hell he's doing. Um, Jay would have been really good to 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 ride the wave with until somebody. So I really do agree with her that she picked she picked the wrong guy. Um, Chase wasn't really into her. Like she knows that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, she truly knew that. Like Chase was never into her. Into her, he was just saying shit to stay in the game. He was he was he was b- bullshit and it's, it was just disgusting and annoying and I was just feeling bad for Anne Sophie and like, girl there are no guys here for you what we're we gonna do for you girl he's gonna have to go back go back to Florida so bad Ugh. take me with you take me with you I'll be your girl I'll be your wing woman I'll be your wing woman please. And then we have Savannah. Savannah Palacio. I'm sorry for butchering these names. 26-year-old from Los Angeles, LA, California. She was originally a contestant on Next Circle Season 2, where she was eliminated on episode 4. Whatever Savannah did in the show, I applaud her. I really wish Mm -hmm. she did go for Dom sooner rather than at the very last minute. She should have did what Chase was doing, but basically talked to all of his options. When Chase came into the house, he was really smart. He's only needs a snake. I, 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 he, she, what he did was smart. He, she should have done the same, Savannah, and went to go talk to all the guys who was interested in and say, Hey, I'm interested in you, just letting you know, da, 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 just like Chase did. But she didn't do that. Instead, she went to talk to Dom at the very last minute and it was too late. I think she was being like really shy mm-hmm. when she had to be like the opposite, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. You know, I feel I'm really mad that she left the first episode or for or second episode or whatever because I really do think mm-hmm. she would have been a contestant and she would have she would have been in it to win it. I don't think there's any guys here for her. Um, but Dom, I think Dom would have been a really good guy. But Dom crying after two weeks of knowing somebody, I don't think you're good for anybody. To be quite honest, um, I think she handled herself well. You know, like when talking to Francesca. Mm-hmm. Oh I... yes, thank you for bringing that up. The way she, okay, the way, the way Savannah handled herself to Francesca, that's giving. That deserves an award. That that deserves an award. I'm like, girl, the way you handled yourself eloquently, turned all your points without coming back, having an answer to everything. Oh, I was like, girl, please stay in the game. Please stay in the game. Please. And the fact that she's got it, I'm like, oh, my God, why? Because she gave it. She gave mm-hmm. it. She gave it to Francesca. Like, but that, that entire conversation, I was like, girl, I love you. I was like, mm. it was spicy. It was spicy. It was good. It was giving balls. I I don't know. I I respect. I, I put capital R respect for to Savannah. Yeah, honestly, yeah, she deserves respect. Like respect. I love her. 
And then we have Zay Wilson. Zay Wilson was in Love and Bind. No, The Ultimatum. Sorry. Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And he's 27-year-old from Austin, Texas. The Ultimatum, Marry or Move On, season one. He, he was engaged he was engaged coming into the show to Ray Williams, 26-year-old from Austin, Texas as well. But they both broke up on The Ultimatum, Marry or Move On. Zay also dated Shanique Amari, 24-year-old, 24-year-old from Jamaica whom he also broke up with. So Zay, again, like I said, he's a really sweet guy. And I think he's understood, misunderstood. And I think that, I don't think Zay and and, and, and Sophie would have been together. But I think they could have been a really perfect match and be, you know, really strategic with it. Like Savannah yeah. and Nick. And Nick, yeah. That's true. Also, The Ultimatum is like such a crazy show. Have you seen it? Oh my god! Yes, I did, girls. Season one. So crazy. That. Oh my god. If a man, I would never do that. That's just a, crazy. I swear to God, if a man even brings up, "Hey, so you want to go on a dating show so I can date other women just to know that if you're committed with me, I would say here's a ring back. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Like, are you are you mad? Are you kid? I just don't get the entire process. I don't get how that makes your commitment be stronger. Okay. I don't know. They're basically saying, by going on the show, you have doubts into committing with this person for the long run. So to test those doubts, let's put you in, in a room with other beautiful women who also and men who also have doubts, and to see if you would choose those guys over your partner that you're currently with. And it's how like, crazy does that sound? <laughs> Honestly, it makes for good TV. But I, again, if a man did that to me, you better run to Mexico. Because if I catch you, ain't going to be good. <laughs> ain't gonna be good. <laughs> I feel like the show is like, oh, like these people have red flags, but we're just going to try to like hide these red flags and hopefully they'll turn green. Yes. Thank you. That's such a good way of putting it. Each and every one of them, especially those one couple where the woman was so adamant that he's not having kids, just not having kids. And honestly, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. you're gonna have kids break the fuck up. That person will resent you for not having kids. And if the person and if the woman is forced to have those kids, the person will still resent the man or the woman as well. So there's no there's no such thing as compromising with kids, bro. If you don't want kids, you don't want kids. But at the very end, they end up staying together. And like, I don't... How can you convince somebody to have kids? It's not something you can convince somebody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So insane. But anyways, pivoting back to the perfect match, Chase Damore. Chase. I don't think... I think Chase is here for Chloe, which is fine. But I do think, though, the current person that he's matched with, I do think that they're really good together. So hold on. Let me just say he's 26-year-old from Seattle, Washington. It was really from too, too Hot to Handle and season two where he dated Tabitha Clift, a 24-year-old from London, England. What do you think? Yeah, I think Chase is just here for the following and he's definitely not looking for like a super genuine connection. He's just been flirting with like literally all the girls and I get, I get that's the point of the game. It's trying to explore and try to see if there's a connection, but I don't think he's being very serious about it. I think he's being a little bit more serious with Georgia. Is it Georgia? Yes. I do think they may actually make a good couple. And he, indeed, and he did even say that that is his type. And I'm like, okay, 
Well, let's see. You know, you say I one don't thing. Know if Georgia is like fully for it. You know, mm. you do one thing and you do ten other things. So I don't really know. I don't know what Guam. I don't know what's happening in your head. I think the producer is telling him to do this and do that, and that would make splashes. That would be different. Mm-hmm. That means so. I don't think he's. I don't know. Like I, I don't. I don't think anybody's truly here for love. I think people are here for a girlfriend or a boyfriend for a good time. I don't think they're here for love. That moves on to Georgia. Georgia Hasorati, 26-year-old from Brisbane, Australia. She just entered into the show, I think, on the fourth episode. She was originally a contestant on the Too Hot to Handle Season 3, which she came in third place. Off-camera, Georgia has uh, also dated Harry Jowsey, contestant from Too Hot to Handle. Again, another gorgeous woman that she he's pairing off with Chase. Um, I think Georgia, I don't know. I think Georgia is looking for her husband now, but Chase is now looking for a wife. So good luck with that. Yeah, I think Georgia is a bit more serious about it, for sure. I think she's like a really like genuine person. I think like compared to Francesca, she they're both very attractive, but their personality is completely different. I think she's a bit more genuine than Francesca. I don't know. I think it's too soon to tell on my opinion of her personality and her character, but we'll see. So moving on to the new person, Izzy, Izzy Fearthorne, 23, 22-year-old Manchester, England, who was originally a contestant on Too Hot to Handle season three, where she dated Jackson Mahini, a 29-year-old from London and was a finalist. So I think Izzy's is doing the normal thing, which is playing the field. She is playing the field. She has a couple of guys after her. She's going to go after the one that she most likes and might play play them both off, play them against each other. I think Izzy, I don't think Izzy's looking for a husband. I don't know why you're looking for a husband at the age of 22 years old, but I think she even said it herself. She's just here for a good time. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I was a little bit shocked in terms of like the truth and dare game mm-hmm. when Shane like freaked out. And I don't know if Shane knows that like she's probably not looking for something super serious, whereas like Shane is. <laughs> like, what are you freaking out about, bro? You just met her five minutes ago. Exactly. And he's having like literally a heart attack. And I'm like, bro, calm down. Oh my God. Like, is time going faster than that they're telling us? Exactly. You just met her five minutes ago. Like, what are you? It's just a game, bro. Calm down. You're not married to this woman. He was it about to walk out. Like, like, it's crazy. Oh my god, I don't even understand this. But yeah, those are all of the contestants. But based on based on the ones that I've, we just mentioned, are there girls that that are similar to you, personality and character wise? I think I relate most to. Enos, I think. Yes, me too. Oh, you're gonna say Enos? I was thinking Savannah for you. Oh hell no. <laughs> well, actually, um, okay, let me just say this: the way she approached Francesca and tell, talk, you know, talk to Francesca, you know, um, respected ourselves and you know all that, and told her, told Francesca, you know to stick her where the sun doesn't shine. I think what she did there in that conversation is more me. But in terms of the way one thinks about a guy, dating a guy, courting a guy, is me and Nez. And Nez, 
comes off as she doesn't come off like she says that she's afraid that people might think that she's dull that's not the case it just takes a time takes some time to get to know somebody right so once you break down those barriers she's a very lovable kind funny very goofy person and i and that's me i'm inez inez takes it slow because that's what it's supposed to be it's only been a couple of weeks boo okay um and that's me i'm more inez in that way you know yeah i think i connect with inez in terms of like what she is looking for in a guy and how she doesn't want to you know she wants to have those personality traits in that guy and Mm. I feel like Savannah, she, she's more like strategic in the game and she's not really giving much about like what she's really looking for. Yeah, I, it's, it's hard to tell what Savannah wanted in the show. Obviously, she's very good at play, playing the strategic game, not that well. She was first to get off the show. But she did, once, once she was ready to leave, you can tell that she really did like Dom. And she did like Chase. And if she stayed in the game, we could we could see where her um romance position laid. But when it came to Inez from her very first meeting her, you can tell that she's a normal girl. She likes romance, she likes taking it slow, she likes, she likes the emotional spiritual connection being made before it gets physical. I love that. So she represents all the normal girls out there who like that. Um, and I'm not saying it's, I'm not I'm not saying that the other girls in the show are not normal, but it's give like it, again the, the the time period is one week, two weeks here. We're not talking about people who've been together for six, seven months. We're talking about one to two weeks. So this is like normal interaction you have to think about here. How about guys? Who would be the guys that you would date uh, in the show? That's if you were, <laughs> yeah, for me it's none. But you know, if I had to choose, I think it would be Dom. Yeah, it would be none for me. But why? Well, why would you say uh, Dom? I think Dom is like more taking it slow and seeing where it goes, whereas like everybody else is like really rushing into it and like more playing the game. I feel like whereas Dom is not. I haven't really seen him being very strategic. I think he's actually being as genuine as you can be with Francesca. Mm-hmm. But I think if he was with Savannah, it would have been a bit different, and it would have been nicer to see more of his personality come out. But the thing is, how would you be able to deal with Dom crying after knowing you for a short period of time? Because Francesca was whining about how Dom was wasn't super obsessed with him, even though she doesn't want a guy who's super obsessed with him, which like Harry was and too hot to handle. Uh so it looks like Dom was super obsessed with Francesca, but not in a oh, let me hump you and have sex with you on the floor right now type of way. Yeah, and I feel like that's a good thing because, like, I think he was mostly focusing on the emotional connection, whereas uh, Francesca was very focused on the physical connection, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that part of him, it's attractive, but to Francesca, Mm -hmm. it's obviously not super attractive to her. Mm -hmm. I think, I think, you know, the way Dom is taken, if he didn't cry, I would, uh, I would Mm -hmm. be a little bit, tiny bit, one tenth, would probably say a tiny bit of Dom. But, uh, yeah, now it's none. That's the entire cast, guys. I'm really excited to see the conversation between Francesca and Damien and the other new contestants that will be, uh, be popping up in the show. 
And we will be coming back next week to give a quick recap. We won't be touching about too much because we spent so much in this episode. And there are, like we said earlier, there's lots of TV shows and movies that will be dropping this week. So we want to keep up with the Joneses. But until then, wherever you are listening to this, don't forget to leave a five-star rating. Anything less than five stars, we don't know you. And anything above five stars, we love you. You know, you know, I may even invite you to my house for dinner. You know, share this podcast to your mama, your granddaughter, your mistress, your side chick, <laughs> the pinky link, whoever is listening. Okay. We love you. Stay woke, stay healthy, stay safe. That's what I would say on my other platforms. If that's weird, I apologize. If not, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Boop, 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 boop.